Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Ben. We're opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good day once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Mystery Meat and Other Media Coverage this Monday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. Now, Mystery Meat, okay, and Other Media, is that Meteor? Coverage, no, media coverage. So it's not like it's meteor and mystery meat. It's mystery meat and probably mystery of what's going on in the media. Oh yeah, you betcha. Not meteor coverage. <laughs> kind of, kind of getting hungry. Kind of getting hungry about all this food. But I think you're going to change that here in a minute. Well, I tell you what, man. Let's go ahead and engage in a little bit of inspiration, a prayer. We'll go ahead and do the show, and then we'll go out and get some breakfast. How about that? That sounds good. <laughs> I I could just see us lining up for some of this mystery meat, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I want to, and it's not spam, folks. <laughs> no kidding. Now, on June sixteenth, eighteen fifty-eight, as the newly nominated Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate from Illinois, Abraham Lincoln delivered his famous house divided speech which highlighted the tensions between various factions in america regarding slavery it caused a stir among lincoln's friends and foe lincoln felt it was important to use the house divided figure of speech which jesus used in matthew 12 because it was widely known and simply expressed he used this metaphor so that it would strike home to the minds of men in order to rouse them to the peril of the times While a divided house can't stand, the implied opposite can. An undivided house stands unified. In principle, that's what the household of God is designed to be. Though made up of people from various backgrounds, together we've been reconciled to God and each other through Jesus' death on the cross. In view of this truth, Paul offers the instruction to believers in Jesus. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Today, when heightened tensions threaten to divide people who are otherwise united, such as our families and fellow believers, God can give the wisdom and strength needed to keep unity with one another through the help of the Spirit. This will cause us to be light in a dark, divided world. You know the drill, folks. Father God, you are a loving God. Please grant us wisdom, courage, and strength to live in ways that demonstrate reconciliation with all people. In your son's Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about ready to solve the mystery of the mystery meat with this article here that comes from themanual.com. FDA approves lab-grown meat signals major changes are coming to our tables. Not my table. (laughs) Not mine either, man. In mid-November, the FDA approved production of lab-cultivated meats in the United States for the first time, giving the green light to venture capital-backed Upside Foods to produce lab-grown meat. This is a crucial penultimate—I can't even pronounce that word, but this is crucial, whatever it is, before you can buy vat-grown chicken and beef in grocery stores. Vat-vat-grown yeah, chickens? V-A-T, okay. vat-grown so, chicken. So, you know, we talk about the vegans. We talk about, you know, people that don't eat certain types of meat. There's certain religions that don't eat certain— types of meat and you know you talk about the animal rights activists that you know you see the farms and there are you know farming practices that it would probably be better and healthier meat if it wouldn't need to near as many uh 
you know, hormones and uh, injections if the conditions were decent for the food that's raised, right? right? Right. Now, they've gone way over the, you know, top with the regulations they want to do. And, of course, they're taking away grazing land and farmland from our meat producers, you know, for chicken and cattle and whatnot. But, you know, I'm thinking about meat and you know a lot of those chickens that you eat they're just like a couple of months old they're injected with a bunch of growth hormones and what other kinds of things antibiotics oh, yeah. and, Antibiotic, and all of that yeah. stuff because they're they're growing them in a little box they're growing them so fast and so fat that they can't even stand up right 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 so there's well, some maybe of those that's things. what they mean by the vat the vat grown chicken you know what i mean yeah i mean so it'd be nice to actually have animals that we're eating and not science experiments yeah and there again, do you want to refer to them as animals or appropriate protein sources? <laughs> well, no, I, I actually, I don't, I don't want chicken that somebody decided to put on the label that it self-identifies as chicken. No, I actually want it to be chicken. Okay, <laughs> no kidding. If I'm, if I'm going to be biting into a steak, I don't want it to be a steak that says meat on it, but. If you read the back, it says 3D printed. <laughs> no kidding, you know, there's There's a company out there doing that, 3D printing steaks. Oh, yeah. so, so it actually looks like a steak, but it's made out of meat substance. And that meat substance is very well what could be this product that you're talking about well, here. You bet. Anyway, meat grown in labs is not yet allowed in the U.S. retail space. But if you find yourself in Singapore, however, feel free to pick up a chunk of Mr. Lou's good meat. <laughs> Mr. Lou, huh? Yep. Instead of advocating, I hope he didn't grow it in the Lou. <laughs> no kidding. Instead of advocating for farm-raised beef, returning to a unique art- alternative like beefalo. Haven't heard of that one yet either. Oh, you haven't heard of beefalo? No, man. It, I don't. Why is that a? a that's been around since I was a kid, at least. No so, way. Beefalo. Well, it's it's a bison. A a buffalo crossbred with a cattle and and it actually produces really good meat oh and, and interesting. so it's not it's that's i think that's probably been done for generations i don't know yeah anyway upside foods aims to eradicate any kind of animal meat production by turning cultured animal cells into delicious cuts appropriately given its cardiac ramifications npr reports that upside foods was co-founded by cardiologist uma valetti who was inspired by growing human heart cells during his 15 years working with heart attack patients at the mayo clinic so he went from from being a doctor that helped grow heart cells so that he could save patients so that technology apparently didn't grow didn't grow off well or i mean didn't go off well (laughs) and so now he's like well i figured out how to make proteins grow in a science experiment and now we're gonna i can't put it in the heart and uh, make enough money so i'm gonna put it i'll tell you man that sure looks like a hamburger patty doesn't it um now, after what you just told me, I, I don't want to look at something that might be food or might not be food. I don't want to, you know, misguide the listeners because that that picture could be of actual hamburger. Yeah, it, yeah, it could very well so, be. So they're going to make this stuff so close to the real thing, like the three D printer guy with the steaks. They're going to try to make you. So you're going to go somewhere. You're going to order the food. And you're thinking, you know, you're ordering the USDA approved 
sirloin. Right. And they bring you out this thing. And it looks like something that you just took out of your dog treat bag that kind of resembles a steak in an animated version. Well, hopefully it looks like that because if it looks like the real thing and you eat it and down the road you get some kind of weird ailment because you've been eating this stuff and they didn't properly test what it would do to, I don't know, the world, the environment, right. your, your intestines. Because who knows, what are they doing to make meat grow? Yeah, that's interesting stuff, man. Again, they're, they're just taking cells and allowing the cells to multiply themselves yeah. in an expedited manner. Yeah, with how many things that most people can't pronounce put in there. Uh, yeah, well, I ran into a word I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's be a and lot I don't think that there's any interest in looking up the definition after the show either. <laughs> well, that's kind of, you know, I, for a long time I've, you know, read labels because, you uh -huh. know, I, I wanted to know what's in my food because we're buying stuff from overseas and I want to at least, I mean, obviously, if they're going to put something bad in there, they're probably not going to put it on the label. But there's too many times where I, I've read the label and it says meat product. I'm like, okay, what kind of meat product? And then I was like, okay, so that doesn't bother me too much anymore. I mean, obviously they probably have a mixture of meat. Maybe it's got, they mass, you know, kill these animals. Maybe sure. it's got a, a little bit of sheep, a little bit of beef, a little bit, you know, tra traces of it. Cause they just throw all the animals in, grind it up and there you go. Out yeah. it comes. Go. I don't know. But then I started seeing the word or the phrase meat substance. Oh boy. I would definitely do an about face on that one. <laughs> meat substance. Right. Now, obviously we have this meat replacement with, you know, the grain based fake in, you know, like the Incredible Burger thing. Right. And right. Soy burgers basically. Soy burgers, yeah. But now what are they going to call this? Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm really, you know, I, at some point in time, we're going to have to get the cattle producers back in here again oh, yeah. and talk to them because I'm really in favor of at least country of origin. Oh, yes. Labeling. And maybe it needs to be country of origin and ranch. <laughs> because if it's like chemical products, LLC is the name. I'm not, I'm not buying that hamburger. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, your next story. Miscalculation causes ICE to underreport illegal immigrants released without tracking technology by over 18,000%. 18,000% or 18,000 people? 18,000%, man. Ouch, that's Immigration a lot. and custom enforcement claim that a data miscalculation caused the agency to underreport the number of illegal immigrants released into the United States without tracking technology by over 18,000%, the Daily Caller News Foundation reported. During a private event hosted by ICE last week, the agency distributed documents to attendees about the 2004 Alternatives to Detention program. The initiative was launched as a flight mitigation tool to track illegal immigrants using ankle bracelets and cell phones while they awaited scheduled court proceedings. So, again, instead of holding them against their will, you know, in, in confining them, they basically issued the old ankle bracelets. They gave everybody an Obama, an Obama phone, if you will, as long as they promised to appear in court Actually, I think for their deportation. Yeah, those How are, many people uh, do you think were brave enough to step up and report to their own deportation hearing? 
Uh, I think probably none. Well, <laughs> and that's been a problem for a long time, just releasing people into the interior of the country saying, well, we'll come up with a court date at some point in time. Because, you know, during this whole problem with, well, and it was even before the Trump administration, there was long waits. People would be waiting for months to even get a hearing date. Yeah. You betcha. Right? Because they they said they didn't have enough judges, they didn't have enough personnel to process all the people that were coming in. And that's why the Trump administration put in the, uh, what was it? It was called stay in Mexico policy. Yeah. Policy, basically, or your country of origin, whatever. And so, yeah, just having people, obviously, if you know that you're going to walk into the country and they're going to hand you a free cell phone. If you come back and do what? I mean, as long as they pay. And you know what's probably even worse, Mike? When those people don't come back for their hearings and the ankle bracelet has been cut off their ankle and deactivated and left somewhere, I bet they still have cell service. Oh, yes, of course they do. I bet the government's still paying the cell phone bill. Oh, big time, man. Now, according to internal documents obtained by the DCNF as of November 14th, ICE had released 49,459 illegal immigrants without any tracking technology. The report figure on the document vastly differed from the stats on the ICE website, which stated that only 266 immigrants were released without ankle monitors or cell phones. That's a big difference, man. What was the first number? The website said 266, and the ICE went ahead and issued a report that said 49,459. Wow. That's where you get the 18,000% underreported, man. Oh, uh, my word. Yeah, I think some auditing problems going on there. Big time. Now, additionally, the documents revealed that only 8,118 illegal immigrants were released with GPS tracking devices as of November 14th. There was way more cell phones. Those are GPS tracking you, devices man. given out. And, of course, if they're going to still pay the bills of these people after they don't come back, they can track them with the cell phones, except those people probably aren't dumb enough to keep the same cell phone. They probably trade it to somebody else. And yeah, good luck. Our government is such a mess. We got to take a break. We're going to be right back with more. Well, no more mystery me that man. I'm just, I don't have an appetite anymore. Okay. <laughs> so folks, yeah, we're going to come back with some real meaty coverage. To our Spokane area veterans and their families, if you haven't checked out the Hilliard Veterans of Foreign Wars Post 1474, located at Diamond and Regal Street in Spokane, you gotta be there or be square. The Hilliard VFW is there to assist you and yours with all your VA questions. Give them a call at 487-3784. Weekly bingo, cards, bowling, dart tournaments, and meal specials are just a few more things that the Hilliard VFW offers. Stop on by, give them a call, 487-3784. A lot of your beef comes from Brazil, Africa, and China. Bet you didn't know that. The Spokane County cattlemen know that, and they are the ones advocating for country of origin labeling on the meat that we buy and feed to our families. Find them on Facebook right now. That burger you just got at your favorite drive-thru has over a thousand different DNAs in it. Well, you may want to consider buying from local producers, and in other words, folks, buy locally. The Spokane County Cattlemen are on Facebook and are there to advocate for you, educate and inform you on what's happening in the global and local meat industry. With today's Corona-controlled society, the shopping restrictions and possible rationing, making sure that your family doesn't experience food insecurities should be our top priority. 
You can do your part. Be secure. Buy from local growers and producers. The Spokane County cattlemen know this and are here to help you. Find them on Facebook right now. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Mystery Meat and other media coverage this Monday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. Again, friendly reminder, there is going to be a cursory or courtesy city council meeting. I do believe it's going to be the last one of the year. Then there's going to be at least a two to three week break and the council is due to come back roughly middle of January, where I do believe they are now going to be taking up the the issue of removing the Snake River dams. If you recall, you know, a couple of days ago, a couple of shows ago, we reported to you that the resolution was basically being put on hold so that both council members Bingle and Cathcart could discuss this further with the tribes. And as well, we're also talking about the ordinance that contained the requirement for landlords to make sure that their tenants were registered to vote in the latest iteration of the tenant landlord ordinance that has also been pushed out to the middle of and latter part of january for further deliberation and a subsequent vote so again there's just going to be some cleanup stuff going on everybody's going to be doing the old christmas songs and then you go city hall's going to be kind of down to the skeleton crew for the next couple of weeks well, but then they're going to be back New to doing business i mean you know the snake river dam thing i know that you know it's a big issue but the city government shouldn't even be involved in the conversation. No, no not at all. And and so, I mean, and I, I think I the understand. only reason why Cathcart and Bingle are stepping up is because, you know, it has been in the media here recently. We do know that it was part of the U.S. Senate talking points, the campaign talking points right. about, you know, between Smiley and Murray of who's going to be doing what. Well, and we know Washington State paid for a study. Yep. Right. You to, bet. To, to remove them. I think the federal government engaged in looking at, at removing them. And, you know, obviously, if it's infrastructure, you got to say, do we still need it? Is it viable? Do we got to replace it? Cheaper to get rid of it or keep it? But these folks have got to, I mean, talk about your citizens' needs. Your, do your citizens need the dams? Well, Probably most of the citizens in the city of Spokane have nothing to do with the Snake River dams except for the fact that we like power. That's right. At $8.75 per kilowatt hour, man. Yeah. We like inexpensive energy. We like a renewable energy, which Washington does not consider it renewable energy but right. california does yeah we like uh, which i mean that's kind of hard to understand here guys you know over in olympia because guess what water goes down you know the trough and during the winter the snow uh, packs the mountains and then comes springtime the trough the snow melts and the water runs down the trough yeah. again come Ren- on i mean that's kind of a energy. cycle yeah it's uh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's called the water cycle that you learn in third grade that's right we really don't need and you know what judging by the snow that we We've already got this year. I'm kind of thinking that we're almost there, buddy. Yeah, we're you know as far as a good snowpack for the year. Yeah, enough to go through uh, the dams and you know not just power the the uh, turbines in the dam, right? Right. The turbines that turn that create the energy. But the other thing that citizens in the city of Spokane like, which is why they're they're bringing this forward, is we like to eat. Yes. And irrigation of waterways is what makes the northwest so plentiful in food production Mm -hmm. and you know for the liberals out there that vote democrat 
and think that we could live on less, we could eat less meat, and we could probably have less lights on. We could, you know, why I think they want us to buy electric cars, though, so that doesn't fit in the narrative. But I think that for them, they need to realize that third world countries are going to go hungry if we can't produce the amount of food that we produce because we have dams. Yep. You betcha, man. I'm telling you. So so for for the liberals out there, for the leftists, for the conservatives, if you run into a leftist, we got to tear out the dam. You're like, really? You want children in third world countries to starve to death? Huh? That's that's your guys' thing now. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, we definitely have already affirmed that the government of the Netherlands wants that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I am still taken aback by the fact that the Netherlands is the second largest food exporter in the world. That is just mind-blowing. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>, not anymore. <laughs> they, they've destroyed that industry. Well, well, we'll see what ends up happening. Of course, that decision was made over, uh, what was it, nitrogen usage. Yeah. So, yeah, you betcha. Yeah, it's it's a bad deal. It is, for so that, sure. So that's what city council is doing is talking about keeping the dams or breaching the dams. And then what was the other issue again? That was that landlord-tenant issue. You oh, know, yeah. Where, uh, they were basically going to limit how much of a criminal investigation that you could have. There were other things going on. And you and I, we were caught by surprise with regard to the addition into that ordinance of a requirement for a landlord to make sure that their tenant that was their registered tenant to vote registered to vote so you can't do a background check on the person to see if they've got serious felonies that would restrict them from voting but you have to make sure they're registered to vote <laughs> come on it's getting silly guys so that but it's it's interesting too because they want to grow the homeless population yes they do because the concern with more regulation and and we don't have to say it's a concern. It's not a conspiracy theory. If you put more regulation on landlords, especially small mom and pop landlords, which, by the way, provide the most cost-effective rents for low-income individuals, right? Yep, yep. Those people are going to sell and get out of Dodge. Yeah, they sure will. Or Spokompton, whatever you want to say. <laughs> They're going to sell, and then they, and then guess what? There isn't the rental housing available. So, that I mean, the city council, they they must love homeless people so much that they want more of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess, man. I'm telling Cause, you. Because they're going to make housing costs go up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's your city council, folks. <laughs> All righty, ladies and gentlemen. From Breitbart and Judicial Watch, here's your headline. Secret Service finds Hunter Biden gun probe documents it denied having here's a story the secret hunter, hunter hunter biden gun probe yes yes i mean oh. i thought he threw the gun in the dumpster well yes that was part of it but what he did was he fraudulent he lied on a federal gun permit application oh that's right that's right yeah okay. you betcha man I, now, I i i thought he was doing like an intestinal uh i don't know <laughs> You just never know what the Biden's boy, I'm telling you. you don't know. Now, the Secret Service has found hundreds of documents it previously denied having in relation to the probe into Hunter Biden's alleged gun violations, Conservative Watchdog Judicial Watch revealed Thursday. Judicial Watch has been investigating whether or not the Secret Service protected Hunter from scrutiny after the president's son revealed in a 2019 text message the FBI got involved in the case of a missing firearm tossed in a Delaware dumpster by Hunter's former sister-in-law turned lover. Nobody was charged with wrongdoing, according to the reports. Now, text messages purportedly from Hunter revealed what appeared to be a contradiction in an official Secret Service statement, which claims that the agency had no involvement in an alleged case involving Haley 
Biden finding a gun inside of Hunter Biden's pickup and tossing it in a trash can behind a grocery store where they frequently shopped. Yet Hunter's text messages said that the police, the FBI and the Secret Service came on the scene. Now, check it out, man. This particular store was located just down the street from a high school. Okay. So he's wow. right in close proximity of a school. So that, you know, again, dependent upon who you are, that may very well make the offense a little bit more I'm egregious just, or not. I, just, I don't know. I, I just want to know why, why would a gun get thrown in a dumpster? Well, I think that the criminal investigation would probably disclose that if they had willing participants making those statements and admissions for sure. Well, so so typically when a gun gets disposed of like that, it's because well, either one, yeah, they're dumping the gun because they uh, there's something dirty about the gun, you know, like maybe the gun was involved in a robbery or it shot somebody or it killed somebody, so you're dumping it. Or the gun was in possession of someone that was wielding it in, I don't know, maybe some... Illegally? Some illegal manners while under the influence of alcohol and cocaine. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the gun store owner who sold the weapon to Hunter reportedly refused to supply the paperwork to the Secret Service when they allegedly sought to retrieve it at the time of the incident, suspecting agency officers would keep the documents away from scrutiny. Hunter also allegedly made false statements on a gun purchase background check ATF Form 4473, conveying false inflation of ATF Form 4473, carries a fine of up to 250000 bucks and up to 10 years in prison. Well, he can afford the $250,000 fine. I don't think he can do the 10 years in prison, man. Anyway. The conservative watchdog has accused the agency of repeatedly changing its position on its possession of inflation related to Hunter's potential gun violations. The Secret Service's changing story on records raises additional questions about its role in the Hunter Biden gun incident, according to well, Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. Didn't that incident happen years ago, though? It Well, you know, I'm thinking just within the last five years. Right, right. Five years. I mean, we're... we're this we're in a world where we're no longer going to see criminals held accountable because in, re, in real time in any time but i mean the, by the time they try to prosecute something they're the criminals are especially the the elite class criminals they just say well it's past the statute of limitations guys yeah right and yes i have i have heard that i have seen that in the past uh, but that, what we are talking about here tim is you know these federal agencies these alphabet soup agencies they're getting notified complaints are being received into those agencies and they're getting together like the guys over at twitter did the head shed at twitter and goes hey uh well what do you think about bad orange man yeah do you think maybe we ought to just bar him from twitter or uh do we just need to let him continue to spout okay right well the same thing is happening here with the biden administration well, it's and, a lot like the protection that's a lot like the fbi going to facebook and telling them hey that we got stories coming out that yes, probably absolutely. should be flagged and not allowed to, to, to really spread. That's, that's right, except they won't say that word flagged. What they will say is this particular story or that thread does not deserve to be amplified. Right. Okay. When you amplify something, then you're blowing it way up it just in won't social get media. Shared. So, it, yeah. Exactly. Won't get shared. Won't, won't get, get seen. seen. Yep. You, the Shadow only place banned. you're going. Yeah, that's right. Shadow banned. Just like they did the, all the conservatives. Okay. And they had done with Trump. 
Same thing is happening with these alphabet soup federal agencies protecting the Biden administration at this point. Yeah, you know, it's I'm telling you. So they're protecting. So the federal agencies are protecting the political ruling class. And you know, I tell you, corruption. they might not come right out and say protecting, but in dragging their feet, in in being behind the delayed justice. I mean, that's protecting. Choosing to not investigate crimes in one case, but investigating the same crimes in another case is protection. Bingo! And we've seen that example with the Biden and the Trump administration already. And it's been a problem in government for a long time, you know, selective enforcement. Yes, yes. Multi-tier justice system. so, so, So the federal government, these government agencies are staying in a in a zone where oh we're just doing our jobs that's what they're trying to say to the public but behind the scenes they're coordinating with private entities to mask basically the crimes of their former bosses or crimes of their current bosses yeah or crimes of the ruling class crimes of their the dc crowd and then at the same time they're wanting to implement programs to spy on us and get more involved in our personal lives and telling us how we can live and, you know, use uh, social media credit scores and more cameras and more digital surveillance on us. That is absolutely correct, man. And it isn't going to get any better until... We're paying for the free-range prison while the elites that are actual criminals are running around free spending our money. That is absolutely correct, and you couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> it's sad, and this is a nervous laugh, man. It you is. Know, because I'm telling you. It's getting bad. I, it's getting bad. It is. It is already bad for sure. All of that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Mike and Tim are out of here today. We'll be back at you and in your face again tomorrow. Bye-bye.